Hey everyone, welcome to episode 30 of 15 with Andy, Randy, and Jeff, where it's Tuesday in the studio, Wednesday in your earbuds, and this weekly midweek support session is sponsored by Christmas 2016, which means your shopping and your credit card are both likely overdue. But before we go into any of that nonsense, as always, don't forget to go back and check out last week's podcast, Tis the Season of Joy, where we decided that as Christians... We need to choose what type of a follower we want to be. The question becomes, are we going to be the Christian that relies fully on God for our every need, to allow him to speak our words, mold our hearts, and to live through us as an example of joy as we work in the here and now for the anticipation of the hereafter, or settle for a litany of subpar substitutes? Good question. One we need to answer every day. So check that out and any of the other previous episodes in the archives. You can share those on social media by going to hospitalchurch.org slash podcast, iTunes, and Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. If you have anything to add to the conversation, you can text us your thoughts at 407-965-1607 or email podcast at hospitalchurch.org. So last week we attempted to bridge the gap between hope and joy. And this week, we arrive at the conclusion and intersection of hope and joy for Christians everywhere. The story of Jesus' birth and the plan to save humanity is put in place, and salvation becoming flesh, a gift that is so often misunderstood, believed difficult or impossible to achieve, decidedly too much work, tossed aside, and, well, even misused. And it all starts with one of the most improbable and unbelievable beginnings— when you said you started out the, your sermon with the, the fiance story, and that's always a good one because as a teenager, you all, either you were the person or you knew someone that um, you know could relate to what Joseph was going through and, and really get a, a feeling. And every year you hear – if someone brings the story up every year, it's, you can't get through Christmas as a Christian without really re-walk, re, reliving this, but – but to walk a mile in Joseph's shoes always leaves a major impact on me and what Joseph and, and Mary, for that matter, must have been going through. And maybe this part of the story, sadly, is one that most of us can relate to. Before Andy speaks to that, you know, it's interesting because I was in the back of the worship center when he raised that question. And there was a number of people I was kind of watching. And there were a number of people who looked at each other and they all of a sudden gave this look like, I never thought about that. Oh, maybe this and, was new. And well, it was kind of it is kind of a new concept when you think you don't think about Christmas. You always think about parents and family and you don't think about scandal. Well, yeah, jo- Joseph <laughs> Joseph's fiance is pregnant and he knows it's not his. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a, that's an ugly thought to think of, yeah. right? Well, it, it kind of everybody's, you know, They've just heard all this beautiful music. They've heard all of this, this, these wonderful readings about Christmas. And then all of a sudden, Andy comes up with, by the way, <laughs> the scandalous story. In, in takes case place. you've never heard it or thought yeah. about it this way. Well, I just thought it was funny because, you know, teenagers have always come up with some doozies over the course of time to show, you know, as to how this, you know, that, uh, this could have happened or, you know, explain it away. And, but this one can't be topped. I mean, God did it. And the, and the angel said we should get married. I mean, isn't that blasphemy times a thousand? Who's going to believe that story. And then to think about even, you know, your family. And if you put yourself in that, you know, musical chairs, take your spouse and, you know, maybe this happened to you. I mean, who knows? There could be someone out there listening. If this happened to him going like, Oh, I can really relate. This is the story. (laughs) This is the story of my life. But if it, but if it wasn't, 
it really makes you stop to think about, you know, how do, how do you think that, I mean, or did, do you think Joseph and Mary, did they think they approached this subject with Jesus? I mean, do you think people in their community, as Jesus got older, do you think they knew about this or that hmm. he was aware of, that was what I thought of, I was like, I, I, I'd heard, you know, obviously kind of the, the story that way, but not, I never really thought about Jesus growing up and wondering, you know, I wonder if. The scandalous the scandalous Followed. childhood, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, you got to wonder if maybe going to Egypt for a couple of years helped. Yeah, and then and then landed back in Nazareth yeah. where, and being born in Bethlehem sort of separated it all out a little bit. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe insulated that, I don't know. <laughs> because it just seems like that would be a, a weird dynamic that I've never thought of even in his life, but even with Joseph and Mary. Mm-hmm. You know, like, well, yeah, he's your dad, but and then what? what I mean, what did Jesus? I mean, Jesus had to know, right? I mean, once he knew, sure. Who by, how he he, was, by the time he says to them, you know, I'm what, about what, my father's work, yeah, right, at the sure, temple. That's right. So well, he must have known. He figured it out. Well, obviously, because the disciples knew when they wrote the gospels, right? So you got that, right? So that came out eventually, or somehow. <laughs> it was just something I, I don't know. Yeah. It was something I'd, I'd never really thought about in that context before, and it really just started messing with my mind. I mean, I, I'll have to admit I had to go back and listen to the sermon because the rest of the time I was sitting there, <laughs> I was I was picturing this, you know, Jesus and trying to figure out, you know, what kind of awkwardness or, and then and then past that, how would he, have, you know, would he have dealt with that, knowing what he knew, and um, hmm. you know, because there had to, I don't know, that just. Something I just couldn't I couldn't pull that I couldn't pull that uh It's a pleasure to mess with you, Randy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you you did uh you did a, you did it well. Because um, it's not like Jesus grew up without understanding all this stuff in the world that he was born into, but really nicely, smoothly brought that into uh to be saved is the work of the savior, not the saved. And if there was ever a, if you forget everything else I say, or maybe if you've never, if you never ever hear another word I say ever moment, Jesus saves, cliched, but absolute Mm -hmm. truth. Well, and also you you think about the gift of salvation. If you were to look at it in a proper, um, even in our culture today, we would go, well, do I really want this? It seems like a, a gift that's surrounded in a cloud of, of some obscurity and also some things that wouldn't be proper, you know, and you kind of go, do I want to accept a gift? And that's not for us to decide either in terms of how God wants to, you know, present to us the gift of salvation. He can do it in any way he wants. And, um, and so even though there is a, you know, here we are in Bethlehem or on a cave, a, there's a lot of things that are, that are going on in this story that we would go if, especially if we lived back then, we'd go. That's not the Messiah that I wanted. <laughs> That's not the Savior yeah. that I wanted. I wanted somebody different from that. And yet, again, it's not just the fact that it's not our work. It's also not our choice to decide what kind of gift it's going to be. Yeah. But, but the, the tendency of human nature is to, to not want to have to be saved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's like I mean, I remember being in my sailboat and uh, if flipping over in the out in the ocean, and <laughs> there's, you know, there's a bit of humility in that. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, okay, really? I mean, I'll drift ashore. Don't call the coast <laughs> don't, guard. Don't call. I'll them. be fine. And then the coast guard cutter comes, and they, you know, we have to go on board, and get the boat gets towed towards shore. It's just, 
it, it, there's a, it's like, oh my, why do I have to be rescued by this group? And and so there's a little bit of there's a little bit of that. First of all, I don't want to be the needy person right, yeah. that I am. And then the other thing is, is that even once I feel like I've been rescued, I still want to have a hand in it. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I want to. <laughs> I'll flip over my own yeah, boat. Yeah, thank that's you. Right. I, I, now let me just do this. Can I help? Can I help a little bit here? Yeah. Well, and I think what Jeff, what you said that you know maybe they didn't want to. This wasn't the Messiah that I pictured, or this isn't the Messiah right. that I wanted. And yet we do the same thing all the time that, you know, even now it's like, okay, you, you even have that story to look back on and the miraculousness of it all. And you have context and you have the stories that, you know, came after it and all the way up to now in the, the, the second advent to all these different things. And yet it's still like, well, yeah, but I don't have any control then. I mean, mm-hmm. if, if, right. if literally it's all <laughs> his works, and I have to let go. That that might be the most, you know. That well, it, it probably is the most difficult part of that journey. I, I had never thought about um, the des- the desire to be the one's own savior, to, to be self saved, as being really the essence of sin until this week. I, I don't, you know, I've, I knew it was not right. Yeah. But if you think about Lucifer, uh, you think about Adam and Eve. It's all about hey, I'll do it myself. Thank you. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and so much of the the works as it pertains to, you know, the boots, pull pull yourself up by your bootstraps, fixing yourself, your sin, your humanness, if you will, it almost begins to sound ridiculous when you really focus on to be saved is the work of the Savior, not the saved. And you gave a lot of really good examples (laughs) in your sermon about that. I would encourage you, if you haven't heard the message, to go back. I mean, if you're you're floating in the ocean for 23 hours, you're pretty well sure that you're not your own savior. (laughs) Yeah, right, because eventually you're not going to float or tread water anymore. But yet the pull, but that's still that pull of doing my part just seems to be one of the most diabolical hoaxes ever invented by the devil just to keep the average Christian from the life they should have and they should lead because and I know we've talked about this. I mean, the other messages earlier this year mm-hmm. we went through Ecclesiastes and I think one of the the series. What did we we first started the podcast? It was the um, when we were engaging uh, church. You're asking me way hard questions. I know, <laughs> and I was going to write it down and I forgot. But we went through those four how we could uh, serve our community, our mm-hmm. church community, and we talked a lot about it then. Um, well, I had a guy come up to me after church Sabbath after after first service and talked about. How, oh yeah, I understand salvation is is God's work and it's it's without merit and it's by faith and but then you know, <laughs> oh uh, the uh, but yeah and and so it really I mean our nature is so um, we want we want some responsibility so we can have some credit yeah and and to realize that wait a second he does the whole work and now everything we get to live in a joyous freedom is is a is a response to that. Yeah, not causal at all, and, and yeah. it's it's simply okay. I get I get to but enjoy. Why doesn't life. that seem more? Why doesn't that seem more shiny and polished? <laughs> that you know what I mean. That 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 part. I mean, really, when you think like you just explained it. Wait a minute, I get to live in all this yeah. if I just do nothing in this regard yeah. and let him do it. Yeah. Why doesn't that seem I get more? To be a, I get to be a branch that holds onto the vine. You know? Yeah, and I. <laughs> oh, it's it's it really it really has to do with I I think first of all. Are wanting some credit, but also, yeah. but also, when we get out of touch with our human depravity and begin to think that we're somewhat okay, mm. then we, it, I think, the temptation to want some credit <laughs> begins greater. Well, and the other part of that that I thought of was it, it doesn't really affect so much those that are secure in their faith and they in, in in their walk every day. They're the 
I would call them. They're in the know. I know mm-hmm. I'm saved. I, I'm living as though you know God's in control. I know I don't really control the salvation, but I can try to control how I interact with others. Mm-hmm. I can control how much time I spend with God, and these are the outpourings of that. And it doesn't really affect their rejectors because they don't really see a need or desire to be saved, right? I mean, I don't want anything to do with it. Um, it affects those that really desperately want to feel like I'm saved. You know, they're like, mm-hmm. man, if I could just figure out how to get to that point where I accept what you're talking about, I hear you, I hear you speaking. It makes <laughs> lots of sense. And it feels really good, especially around Christmas time, that I should be able to just understand this. I've maybe I've grown up with it my whole life. Why can't I just put it? But those are the people, and I think those are I would say probably the largest group yeah. that deal with it. And the devil's so good about <laughs> to put that out there to really get the most effect. Yeah. And, but but it, I mean, really, I, I think all those stories we used this last weekend are pretty clear evidence that the work of salvation is the work of the Savior, not the saved. Yeah. I mean, and that I kept coming back to that, I know, but it just it, it seems so logical when you think about a, any story of salvation, a person gets rescued or whatever the story is, uh, the one who's getting rescued just... Gets rescued. Yeah, <laughs> I was um, I was hang gliding, uh, hang gliding uh, on ultralight. You were hang gliding. <laughs> I was like, I felt wow. like I, well, I was. I was actually uh, ultralight, so it's very close yeah. to it. And um, I was out in uh, the middle of the Snake River Canyon out oh, there, sweet. in, in um, Idaho. And um, and the guy that I was with, he's actually related to me through uh, actually through my sister, um, long long story, but he, he took us out on a, um, this ultralight, just he and I, and in the middle of, here we are in the middle of this canyon, we're probably, I don't know, a thousand feet up in the air. And I can see this canyon below. He gets out of his seat to go fix, a, a you know, a cable or some kind of a Fix, you know, <laughs> this fix. is not comforting. And I'm going, I was just going to say this. Going, <laughs> what are, of course, he can't hear me because it's so loud. But I'm I'm watching him go out in front of his seat, out to the front of the of the ultralight, and I and all of a sudden it dawned on me if he were to fall or or you know I I would be that'd be the end. I would be gone, and because I have absolutely no idea how to do this, and I think. <laughs> And I think that's the part that I don't think we really realize is mm. that we have no idea. Even right. though we say we want some credit and even though we say we you know, we want to have some part in it, we don't understand that the fact is whatever we think is our part has nothing to do right. with Just, that. And, and, and even if we thought we could move ourselves closer to God, yeah. the, the distance between wherever we would get to and the infinitely holy God is still an infinite space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's not even us moving closer. No. It, none of the, none of, that's why I think in Isaiah where it says all of our righteousness, everything that we yeah. think is good is nothing. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's filthy. Yeah, I think the fear too is just simply that there's no way this can be that easy, right? It, it can't be that easy and I can't possibly good enough. <laughs> well, it is, and you're right, you're not. So just, it's, it's not going to work out that way. But as we, we're rolling out of time and, and we wrap up and we look ahead to what's next kind of in everyone's calendar is New Year quickly approaching, um, I want to leave you with the confidence that forget everything you know about salvation unless all that you know is to be saved is the work of the Savior, not of the saved. If you're a believer but this is not your belief, start here. It's a, as good as it gets. This world is hard enough without taking what isn't yours to take and what isn't in your ability to do. 
Make plans to start your new year with praying that the Holy Spirit would plant this truth in your soul and make it the very truth that you see when you look at your soul. If this truth is a reflection of you, share it. Share it by the way you live and love and interact each day. And if this is something that you have a unique perspective on, the way you look at it, that maybe you uh, someone has told you, man, I never thought about it that way before, how you approach it and to know and have confidence and live that I don't have any part in this. I, if you if you have that and you have that ability and you're living that life, we would love to hear from you. If you would just send us, uh, even if it's just a, a quick note to say, yep, that's me, and I don't know how I do it. I'm just trusting it's all in faith. Or if it's something that you actually put into practice, we'd love to hear your comments. Uh, 407-965-1607 if you want to send a text or email podcast at hospitalchurch.org, and we would love to read those. However, it wouldn't be next week because next week, well, I'll be in Wisconsin, and it's going to be cold, and I'm pretty sure microphones don't work when it gets that cold. So uh-huh. we won't uh, won't be here, but we will be back um, beginning in the first of the new year after what will we be doing message-wise then? Uh, well, this week we do uh, just a season of peace. And then the thirty first, the season of new beginnings, and we can cover that. both of those. In so one. we can, yeah, yeah, peace and new beginnings. We and, can do that. And in then, double. and then we'll uh, we step into a, a series on generosity for the rest of January and the first February or something like that. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. And there'll be lots of new stuff. There'll be lots of fun things you're going to want to find out about at the beginning of the year. So don't forget, uh, even though you won't see us in your feed next week, don't dismay. We'll be back with episode thirty one at the beginning of the year. So. Uh, in the meantime, the next two weeks, we're still going to invite you to join us online at 9.30 or 12. No, no, not, no 9.30 this week. This week? Just 12. What's Just going 12. on this week? 12 and 5.30 p.m. Oh, that's right. It's the, oh, we're, we're doing I'm our, missing We're doing our, our candlelight communion Chris, Christmas Eve service. Christmas. at 5.30, oh. and we're also doing it at noon. So there's two services, noon, Man. 5.30, noon, see, that 5.30, noon, 5.30. Noon and 5.30. <laughs> Identical services, pretty much, so okay. don't need to come one or the other. One or the other. 5.30, I'd come to the 5.30. That's what we did last year and it was fantastic and both will be uh streamed so yeah so a uh, hospitalchurch.org and you can click on the watch live link on the main page that'll get you there so you definitely don't want to miss that sorry i'm going to but maybe we can catch it on the stream i'm not sure if we have internet where we're going i really don't know for sure so until the new year and episode 31 this is randy for andy jeff and thompson thanks for joining us and we'll see you then